Hi, friends, and welcome to the Utterly Astounded podcast. I am so excited to be doing this, and I know this is really random coming from me because I don't have a huge following online, but I do like to talk, and I take a lot of my information in by podcasts, and what we're supposed to do with our lives is give glory to God, so I thought, why not? I am very nervous. I'm also very excited. This has been something I've thought about doing for a very long time, and we've just now been able to get going with this. So just to start out, everyone's going to ask me why, and like I previously mentioned, it's because we're supposed to give glory to God in every way and everything we do. And since I'm a chatty person and I can talk to myself for however long, this I thought could be a way to do that to God's glory. And the goal of this is to point Christian women specifically, because I'm a woman, I will be speaking to mostly women, to God. And that's what I want to do. And we'll do it in the we'll do it in the aspect of we're gonna talk about Bible concepts and also just things more realistically within biblical womanhood and and a lot of different things all under the guidelines of sola scriptura, which is very important to me in context, Bible reading. Um, So without further ado, I figured I would at least start off with giving you a little bit about me, but then this will be the only episode like this because I'm supposed to decrease and Christ is supposed to increase as Paul would said. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you my testimony. And we are supposed to talk about everything that God does through us. And not out of a place of pride, but I want to tell you guys what God has done through me in this section of my life so far. So my name is Anna Kostreva. I am 20 years old. And I was born in Florida to both of my parents in 2001. And I Remained there for about two years until my brother was born. I was raised in a mostly Christian household, and you'll understand why I say mostly in a second. I then, after my brother was born, moved up to New York, and I have lived there ever since. I'm here now. We've moved a lot, or we've moved around a lot in this area, but not out of state again since then. There's been a few times where we thought we might, but not anymore. And that's okay with me because I love this area. I love where I grew up. Now to get into the more Bible-centered journey of mine, I really truly believe I got saved when I was four, and let me explain that. And I know that a lot of people in the Reformed community would question that because there does definitely need to be a understanding of the true gospel and how totally deprived we all really are. And I really understood to about a four-year-old's extent that I really was a sinner and I needed a savior. I remember very clearly having thoughts of if I can't do anything because I'm a sinner, then I need God. And that's what I, I that's what I understood at four years old. And although I understand that much more deeply now, um, as a four-year-old, I just, it was a very strange time because <laughs> it's one of those things where not a lot of other four-year-olds are talking about that kind of thing. So I very much relied on my mom about to teach, of course, as a four-year-old would, us all about Christ. So that's what that's when I got saved. Um, obviously, faith wasn't as serious or as deep as it is now because 
as we grow as Christians, our maturity should deepen and we should become more mature. And as a four-year-old, there's only so much you can really truly understand. And now I'm definitely in a lot better place, obviously, because it's been 16 years since then. (laughs) And growing in my faith that I have been, I'm in a way different spot, let's put it that way, because I'm just older, I understand more, I read my Bible a lot more, and that's, that's a great, that's a great place to be in. Um, so then, of course, five years old, you go to kindergarten, and I flip-flop through a lot of different schools, and in sixth grade, I ended up at a Christian school, and that is, um, that's where I learned that some of the things that you may be taught under the guidelines of Christian may not be accurate. And a lot of the things I was taught there, and the, them, some people, some Christians believing them, but me now studying, I was taught a lot of things that weren't true. And now I don't believe them. But I do know that because of that, I have a very keen understanding of how to discern. I am very, very thankful for that. And during that time, of me. It was 6th through 11th grade I was at that school. I learned a lot about God, a lot of things that weren't true that I needed to correct as time went on, but I did learn a lot through that. And through that time also, my family started going through a lot of issues. When I I honestly don't remember how old I was because I think my brain tried the best to block it out. When I was in, I want to say 8th or ninth grade, my dad left us for nine months. Um, And through that, I learned a lot about Christ. And although I don't remember a lot of that in depth, like I said, because I think I just mentally tried to block that out because it wasn't the best time in our life. I remember watching my mom handle that with a lot of discernment and grace as she tried to handle it as biblically as possible. And that's really hard when you're trying to, um, when you're not even in the same state, like he moved to Florida then. And it's crazy trying to watch her, you know, raise three kids because it's me and my two little brothers and then her still be a godly wife and pursuing a marriage that she didn't want to end. Um, She learned a lot. I know she did through all that. And I like to learn from her example because now I'm newly married. A lot of things aren't easy. And although we haven't gone through quite anybody leaving, thank thank God, yet in my marriage and hopefully never, not yet. (laughs) Um, It's it. You learn a lot about marriage by seeing what your family went through and seeing it through a Christian perspective. If you are Christians and if you're not, it doesn't quite make sense the same way it does if you're a Christian and you don't quite pursue the same things. But I I did learn a lot through that time. And he did return nine months later. um, And I I think it's very important to note that, that that can do a lot in a family, have someone run off and come back. It can break a lot of trust. It can do a lot of, it can ruin a lot of relationships. So although that there at that time may have been a mend in the relationship, it didn't mean everything went back to normal. And if you've been through the situation, you know that. If you don't, it's kind of hard to understand. So through that time of even him returning, I learned a lot about what does the Bible say about trust? What does the Bible say about forgiveness? All of that at that time. And although, like I said, now I have such a deeper understanding of that at that time, it was all very new because I think I would have been probably 13 or 14, not super old, but still that's a lot for people to handle and God can really use situations like that for his glory if you allow him to do that. And right after that all kind of wrapped up and this is where my testimony gets kind of deep 
and where the name of this podcast came from, but we'll discuss that more in a later episode. I sustained a really bad head and neck injury. I sustained whiplash, which was one of the most severe cases of whiplash that they had seen my doctors at the time, and a traumatic brain injury. And although if you met me now, you probably would not know that. Um, Just by meeting me, if you get to know me, that's something that comes up because it still does affect me to this day, it being five years later, which is crazy because that time has flown. Um, So when that happened, it obviously, an injury like that will knock you out of commission for a long time. And for about three months, so that happened on February 29th, 2016 because of course it was a leap year and for about three months after that up until my birthday which is in May I have absolutely no memory of that I just know that it definitely wasn't the best time because I was in a lot of pain and still when you have a brain injury like that you're relearning everything you relearn how to think like I know in school my grades dropped and I had to relearn how to learn the information that was given to me and I had to relearn a lot of just my thought processes and that's a really difficult thing to do because you have to like think about your thinking knowing that like initially your thinking to you hasn't changed you just know your head hurts but and that's kind of a hard thing to explain to people unless like the person has gone through the situation but yeah so that happened um and I had a very long recovery ahead of me, even after the three months. And it was at that time of my life, I was very angry because it was just like a freak accident. And I don't know why God did it to me. And I remember just at that time, I was really getting into my Bible when it really happened, really learning and eating and diving into the scriptures. And then something like that happens. And of course, as you read in the Bible, a lot of people say is, okay, God, why, why did you do this to me? And that's a question or if you study every time that that is asked in the Bible, God very much says, who are you to ask me why I did something? And Or he answers very much like that in almost every situation that I can think of and I've studied. And finally, I'd hit rock bottom at that point where at that point, of course, I'm a teenage girl in high school. A lot of teenage girls aren't nice. So when something like that happens, they tend to leave. Um, so it got very lonely very quick. And I was very, I hit rock bottom pretty quick. And I remember it was the strangest thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to read the book of Habakkuk. And of course, if you've grown up in the church at that point, I had never heard that book studied at all. And I didn't quite understand it. So I just started reading it. And the book of Habakkuk, and we'll get into this in a later episode, is Habakkuk to asking God, like, why aren't you doing things this way? Why aren't you doing things this way? And God answering, and then eventually it ends with Habakkuk praising God for the way he did things. But he asked God why, and God says, Look among the nations and see, be utterly astounded, for I will work a work in your days that you will not believe, though it were told to you. And that's just, I read that, and I remember it hit me, and that was one of the first times I really heard God speaking to me through Scripture, and that's still my life verse to this day. And although at that point I didn't understand context, and now I do of that verse, and we'll talk about that again in a later episode, um, it it really means a lot to me, and that's really when things got very serious for me Christian-wise, and um, Christianity-wise, and in my faith. And that's when I really started to get to the meat of scripture and understand who God is and all these deep concepts. Because really when you're growing up as a kid, 
hopefully a lot of stuff to you, a lot of the hard things kind of goes over your head because you're, you're a kid. And then you, you grow up and you find out that a lot of things are difficult. And although it's not bad, you just, you learn more as you grow up. And I very much at that point had learned a lot about the bad things that happen in life, but that God is good regardless of if your situation is good or bad. God is always good. Um, so that happened. And although I still deal with that a lot to this day, um, a lot of the head injury residual effects, a lot of the whiplash, and there's just some things I can't do and there's some things I never will be able to do after that. I learned a lot and I'm very thankful that that happened. Um, and after that whole situation with my head injury and stuff, that very much leads me to this situation and the stage of life I'm in now. So I had met my husband in my last few years of high school and I was getting to know him. And then on June 9th, 2018, he asked me out and everything's history from there. And then two years later on that same date, he asked me to marry him. And that's where we are now. We are seven, almost eight months married. We got married November 1st, 2020. And yes, that meant we had a COVID wedding, but it was all good and it was all fun. And we had a really great day. And um, since then, I very much jumped into this role of wife and gatekeeper of our home. And I've studied a lot of what that means to be a godly wife. And what does God say a marriage should look like? Because not always having a correct example of that growing up, it's important to know what God says about it. And that's kind of where we are today. That's where I am today. I'm a new wife. And I'm really now starting to understand that I am the wife of this household. I've started reading my Bible as such. And although it might not make sense, it it's very much hit me that I really need to know what the Bible says in order to be the best godly wife I can be to my husband. And that's where I am with this. And, and talking to him about just this idea of wanting to do this and it being kind of a pipe dream for so many years. And then all of a sudden, you know, he was like, we have all the stuff to do it. Let's just set it up and go ahead, go for it. And he's very supportive of this. And it hasn't cost us much to get started at all. And he even said, you know what, if anybody listens that great, that's great. But if nobody listens, it's still going to be good for you to get everything that's in your head out there as you're discussing and with me and other people in your life and you're just everything that God's teaching you it would be good to get it out there, whether that's for a lot of people to listen, a few people to listen, or just for me to get it out of my head, which I really appreciate coming from him. And that's just, he's a very supportive guy. And I am very thankful that God brought him to my life. Um, and that's just what leads me to this point in this podcast. I want to make it very clear. I don't believe that as a woman, I can preach to men. So this will all be focused on women and women studying the Bible and really what the Bible says. Because I know a lot of people in my generation had the same example, had the same experience I did growing up in the very much like hyper grace, also hyper just get people into church and we'll figure it out from there and just like God loves you no matter what and you can do whatever you want and growing up in this age where truth has learned has not mattered to a lot of people 
in this generation. And I know that there are some people that matters to myself included. And I want other people to know that they're not alone in that. And I genuinely just want other women to have a good knowledge of theology because we aren't really taught in churches theology. We're taught like, okay, the men can lead and then the women are supportive. And although that's true, women need to have an understanding of theology too, as we're supposed to teach the women and the kids. And how are you supposed to teach the next generation of kids if you don't have a proper understanding? And I think it's very important for women to have deep knowledge of theology topics and be able to know like, hey, I know what that means when it comes to, you know, the big words that usually men only (laughs) um, are taught. And that's just been my experience. And I know that there's been other people's experience as well. Just also a PSA, especially if you know me, you already know this, but I'm a human. I'm fallible. I I say some things that aren't true, and I'm always open for a discussion that's Bible-based. So if you have anything that you think you disagree with me on moving forward in this, just message me on Instagram, or if you have my number, text me, and we can talk about it because I love talking about the Bible with people. It's just one of the best things in the world, and it's just Christian fellowship that's so amazing. And there's a lot of things that I'm still learning because you could study the Bible your entire life and have a lot of things that you're still learning because there's just so much in there. And I got that wrong for a lot of years growing up in lots of Christian community. You hear, oh, you hear the same things over and over again. And you think, oh, I've heard that. Oh, I've heard that. And you tend to tune out. But then when you actually start reading the Bible for yourself, you realize, oh, I didn't know a lot of <laughs> what was in there. So in wanting to know what's in the Bible, having other people to do it with is great. I'm also a very avid reader. So I will be discussing some different theological books and Christian's book on this Christian books on this podcast as I go through whether I agree with them, disagree with them, and and such. I've gained a repertoire of books and I need a bigger bookshelf, but we just haven't gotten one yet. And I want a place to be able to share that too, because I know that a lot of the Christian books that are marketed towards women are full of a bunch of nonsense that aren't biblical. So some books should be good. Um some books are good and are biblical that we can learn from. And I want to share those as well because I know I have a harder time finding a place to do, to find resources like that as well. And um, I'm very excited to be doing this. I'm also very nervous, as you can tell in my voice. I've never done anything like this before, but I really think that this is what God wants me to do. And I really want him to increase and me to decrease. That's why a lot of this will be a lot of this will be strictly Bible-based. And what does the Bible say about a given topic? And if you have any topics you want me to discuss, let me know. Um, that would be amazing because I have a few ideas, but once I get through those, they'll kind of be like, okay, what do what do people want to hear? Or what do I really want to talk about? And what, what's God teaching me? And although I think I should work things out with God before I bring it to you, um, maybe some episodes of just this is what God's teaching me right now because I tend to go on some rabbit holes when it comes to theology sometimes. And I would appreciate what other people's opinions on things as well as I'm learning, even though we should first be looking at what the Bible says and other people's opinions. But if you have a really Bible-based answer for why you believe things, then maybe send it over if I'm learning about something. Um, I hope this all kind of makes sense. I'm really trying not to ramble, but I probably am at this point. Um, 
So yeah, that's kind of what I want to do with this. I know in the next few episodes, we'll be discussing the name for my podcast because it's got a lot of meaning to me and I want you guys to know why I picked The Utterly Astounded as my name for my podcast. And like I said, two people could listen, a hundred people could listen, or it could just be me talking to nobody and I'll be just as thrilled. I don't have a schedule for when I'm going to be putting out podcasts yet, but I guess we'll see. Um, So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.